Hey, Explorers, welcome to episode 234 of the TDR Now podcast. We're the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks and theme parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, Shanghai Disneyland, Universal Studios Japan, and we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us over on our website at tdrexplorer.com. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, all those places under TDR Explorer. And I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the Chief Content Editor for TDR Explorer. And I am the one that is buying all these monthly magazines that we're going to talk about (laughs) today. And joining us always is the wonderful Patricia. Hey, Chris. I take photos. I've been more active on Instagram lately. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dream Suites Love. And I'm the one, I, I kind of like, I told you a little bit about this. But I think I'm being haunted. No, I'm not. I'm not. I don't I don't really believe in that stuff. But like, you know, like when you psychologically work yourself up. I went to like we were in the last bonus episode, by the way, check out the Patreon if you want to have access to that. We were talking about like creepy places and like stigmatized properties last time, right? And I went to one of the places we talked about and I had tried to take a picture of it before. And I'm like, oh, I want to take a picture so I can send it to somebody. Like, I forgot if it was my sister or who or what. Um, And it's like a really like horrible place. We won't talk about it here. But like, I tried to take a picture and the first time it didn't come out, it just came out like completely blurry. And I'm like, well, how did this even happen? So I went back again and I was like, with my husband and my son. And I'm, I'm like, okay, look, look, I'm holding the camera really steady. Okay, I'm holding it still. So it's not an issue about the light. And I took a picture, I took two pictures. And then I, I must have, I don't know what happened. But again, I got like a bunch of like really weird pictures. And I'm like, why does this happen? And then I had a nightmare that the the person from the accident tried to shove something down my throat while I was asleep. And I'm like, look what I've done to myself. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I'm like, great. This is great. Juicy what happens. So I'm like, I'm not taking any more pictures. I did my best. Two of them came out good enough. (laughs) You know, probably best if you don't. Yeah. And I'm like thinking, I'm like, man, it's Obon. If ghosts are real, isn't this when they come back? (laughs) If anyone's wondering why we're talking about this now, it's not because Halloween's early. It's because in Japan, (laughs) summer is the time where you tell ghost stories and and things. Like traditionally, that's when it is. So in our bonus episode, (laughs) we talked about stigmatized properties, which means things that well, bad things happen in apartments. Let's just put it that way. And you can get places for cheaper because of that. We went in detail with that in our Patreon bonus episode. So you can go and check that out over on our Patreon at patreon.com slash TDR now. That was a really good segue into our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah scary. Let's just put it that way. It's very, <laughs> I'm like uneasy thinking about that. It's weird because, like, I don't believe in that stuff. And I'm like, man, but if it's real, I'm screwed. (laughs) 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 Obon is the week that we're in right now when we're recording this. This is like, it's a family holiday because you're supposed to pray for the dead and stuff. You go back to your hometown. It's it's weird because like it's like a Japanese thing, but like you you probably do this in your home country too, wherever you're listening from. You go back home at a certain time of the year and you clean the graves and everything. And yeah, in the end, they say that the ancestors come back at this time. And yeah, so it's that time of year. That's what Halloween used to be, right? Like 
before it became, you know, candy and costumes and like fun stuff. It used to be like when the the veil would thin between the worlds and like the spirits of the dead could return, right? Like something like that. So it's like a similar thing, but it takes place in August. When it's hot. When it's hot. Unbearably hot. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, we're not going to be talking about ghosts or anything like that in, no. uh, in today's no. episode. You can head on over to our Patreon if you want to listen to that bonus episode and many other bonus episodes that we have on our Patreon at patreon.com slash TDR now. Today, we're going to be talking about the 30th anniversary of the Disney fan magazine, even though we're late, technically. That's okay. With this. I mean, <laughs> 30 years is a long time. We can be a little bit late. To celebrate a big milestone, right? So the Disney Fan Magazine is this monthly publication here in Japan that has the latest information on mostly Tokyo Disney Resort. Uh, it has some stuff in there about the Disney parks around the world, if there's something worth mentioning. Disney movies and anything else related to Disney, including merchandise. And this is a magazine that's still being published to this day in physical format and it's also in digital format as well and it's released once a month around the 25th it's a wonderful magazine i enjoy it i enjoy getting my copy every month just to look at it it's super fun yeah we used to buy it a lot when there was a lot of events happening because like you could kind of get like a little sneak peek at the merchandise And like what might be happening, you get like kind of like ideas through the magazine. And my son buys it now pretty regularly because he really loves the postcards. And he thinks it's cool that it has like the music sheets. He wants to learn how to play piano. So he is kind of like enjoying like and plus seeing all the stuff happening at the parks. He loves that part of it. It's a great magazine. I think it's a great way to keep the history of the parks. We have tons of pictures online and everything, but that stuff can kind of go away. Oh, sure. Really easily. But if you have a physical copy of something, unless you lose it or whatever, you always have that. So that's kind of why I really like it is because they have official photos in these magazine and they're always really nice. And sometimes they have photos of things that we're not allowed to take photos of. Yeah. Most recent issues have photos from the uh, Mickey's musical map or whatever it's called (laughs) magical (laughs) music world pictures of that because we're not allowed to take photos inside of it but obviously it's an official magazine so they can so you get pictures that you're just not gonna see easily navigating the tokyo disney resort website is a nightmare we all know that so trying to find anything on that website is a test of patience (laughs) so having it in a nice magazine i i just like browsing through it and it's just it's nice I've always liked physical media, especially when it comes to books. Yeah. I've always I've always just really enjoyed just having that. And I'm really glad that this still exists here. Because I know, I don't know if you had this growing up, because you're from the U.S., uh-huh. Miami. Uh, I remember the Disney, the Disney Afternoon magazine. <gasps> oh. Back in the early, like the I 90s. I think it had a different name. In Disney Adventures, Disney Adventures, or Disney Disney Adventures. Adventures. Yes. yeah, you're right. I was obsessed with that. I yes, would buy I every single issue. I loved it. We had that in Canada as well. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I remember that. And it was like it was like a Reader's Digest size. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like it wasn't it wasn't a full on magazine. It was like smaller, like physically smaller. 
And I remember, yeah, we got, I got that every month and I absolutely loved it. Yes. <laughs> so this is kind of, I don't know. I feel like the Disney fan magazine just kind of continues that, that like that feeling. It's kind of interesting because it's, it does exactly what the name says. It's for Disney fans. So it's like really heavily focused on the theme parks, of course, right? But you have like so many other things happening. Like you have some really great interviews. You have recipes if you're interested in cooking. You have, like I said, the sheet music. There's so, so much in there that's just like of interest for fans, like merch that isn't sold in the parks that you might want to check out. It's just a really great collection of a, a little capsule of what's happening in the moment and then like living a, a how do you say like a disney fan lifestyle at the same time too which is really interesting it's a really good window into how the disney fandom works in japan yeah because they know the audience very well mm-hmm. so they know how to cater to it so you you get a, a glimpse of how it's catered here in japan a big thing is of course the merchandise. There's, yeah. There's always tons of merchandise in this book. They tell you exactly where you can get it. There's like, the stuff that's obviously in the parks. And then there's the stuff that is brand collaborations or like a pop-up shop that's happening. I know they do stuff with like Belle Maison. Yeah, a lot. Which is, which is a really big brand that has a lot of Disney collaboration merchandise, which I'm looking at curtains right now that I bought from Belle Maison <laughs> of, of Chippendale. And there's just so much information in this book. Now, unfortunately, it's only in Japanese. So if you can't read Japanese, the pictures are nice to look at. And plus, you got um, Google Translate right now. So you scan it. You can get the gist of what's being said, too. So Yeah, so you can just scan it and read some of the articles in it. It's very picture heavy, though. It's very graphical. There's just there's a lot to look at, I guess, to give a really brief history of this magazine. So the first issue came out in July 1990. Mm-hmm. So 30 years. Now, of course, the, the 30th anniversary was in 2020. But we know what happened in 2020. Things were kind of pushed back. <laughs> so now, like that's why we're talking about it now, because it kind of ties into this exhibit that's happening at the Disney Store here in um, Xperi. But anyway, the first issue came out in July 1990. And it was initially a quarterly magazine. It was only a few times, like four times a year. And then very quickly in 1991, it turned to a bi-monthly publication. And it did that for about eight years. Then in 1999, it went into a monthly publication, which it has been doing for the last, I guess, 20 years now. They did do one special extra edition in 2001 for the opening of Tokyo Disney Sea. It was a magazine that was completely dedicated to Disney Sea. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that, and I would love to see it. What is in it? Like, it's just see be... what they they showed in it. I wonder if you can find it like on Mercari or something. If you can, it's probably going to be a pretty penny. Maybe, maybe the issues are eight hundred and eighty yen or something like that, which is about eight dollars. But it's worth it. It's a really nice magazine. They put a lot of effort into it. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, the last year you can tell they're kind of grasping at straws, but I don't, I don't blame them. I think it's really hard to keep it monthly with, you know, with the pandemic going on. I'm surprised that they have like, I guess just to keep up that momentum, but man, it's got to be really difficult. My son still buys it (laughs) every month. I personally wouldn't because I like to, you know, have like a reason 
for purchasing it. You know what I mean? But yeah. he, he's there. He's, he's like, oh, the new magazine's out. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> it's mostly been a lot of trivia. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, did you know this about the Arabian coast? And they'll have like, you know, four or five pages of the Arabian coast. And that's really cool though. That's like awesome. It's those things that they normally wouldn't focus on because there's always new merchandise, new events, uh-huh. new things coming. So what's happened for most of us is we have, we've had to really slow down, right? Mm-hmm. So the magazine kind of shows that too. Like, okay, we have to really like pay attention to what's already here yeah, and really go into detail about it, which I guess could be a good thing. Yeah. And then finally, in the history of the Disney Fan Magazine, in May 2013, the magazine was finally made available in digital format. Yeah. Which, what's that, eight years ago now? <laughs> I can't believe that was eight years it's ago. It's really useful, right? Like, if you live overseas, it's got to be expensive. Magazines are heavy. So, yeah, that's a really great option. We've done it in the past. Like, we've done the digital version just because it's just easier to have, like, on the iPad. But like my son now, he refuses. He's like, no, it has to be physical because it has the postcards. So we're not allowed to do that anymore as per his commands. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's great. I think it's really wonderful. To buy the magazine, the easiest way for people, if you live outside Japan, is through Amazon Japan because they will actually ship overseas. Mm -hmm. Now you're going to be paying probably, I think it's about double the price after shipping. Yeah. But- you know, there's really no other way to get a physical copy unless you live in like a bigger center. I can't speak to places other than Canada and the U.S., but in Canada, in the U.S., like the bigger cities, some of them will have like a Japanese bookstore. Like Kinokuniya. Or- yeah, Kinokuniya is like the big one, right? They will probably have the latest edition of Disney Fan Magazine. Yeah. So you can buy it, but... If you don't live in those big centers, then that's not an option. Can you buy it at Epcot Center? No. In like the Japan Pavilion? Because I think they sell. I don't think so. Like some books and magazines, no? Unless it's changed in the last year, because I know when I was there last year, like beginning of 2020, I do not recall ever seeing it. Uh, that's a shame. Like they should sell it there. Yeah, I think people would buy it. Right? But yeah, you can buy it through Amazon Japan. You have to make an Amazon Japan account. And it's really easy to buy. Like it's it's Amazon, right? They make it pretty easy. And also through there too, you can also buy the digital version for your Kindle or like through the Kindle app or whatever. So you can also do that too. I think I think the Disney fan magazine is really great for, as we talked about, like beautiful photos and stuff. Like you get access to those photos. It's also a good souvenir to kind of a snapshot of your trip. Yeah. So if you buy the one that's current for the month that you're visiting or whatever. You kind of get this really nice, like I said, snapshot of your time there. It's always current to what's currently happening at the parks. So I think it's like it's a it's a really good keepsake, I think. And they're gorgeous. Like they're they're always well designed. In addition to remembering your trip, it's also a good way to see what the Disney parks in Japan have to offer. Yeah. Because there's just so much stuff. Obviously, like our website, our podcasts, our YouTube videos, we do try and show that as much as possible. But sometimes it's just nice to have everything compact in one magazine that you can kind of flip through in five, 10 minutes, right? And so it's a really good way to just kind of see everything like summarized ahead of time, which I which I always think is nice. And merchandise, photos, food photos, they have all that kind of stuff. So it's really good. So the main reason why we're talking about this is because there's a 30th anniversary exhibit 
That's happening in X- the Disney store in Ixbiari at Tokyo Disney right now. How big is the exhibit? Because every time I go to Ixbiari, it's packed with people and I'm like, I zip out of there. But like, how big is the, is it worth going to? Um, it's worth going to to see. So they have this display. It, it's in the back of the store. So you know where the, the sales section is? Yeah. Usually that's all the exhibit right now. Okay. So it's in the back of the store. It'll take you 10 minutes to go through. It's really like, it's not super elaborate. Like it's not a museum or anything, Mm -hmm. but they have this setup where they show, I don't know if it's all the covers of the Disney fan magazine over the years, but there's a lot. They have this nice mural of all the different covers. So you can kind of go through and see how the covers have changed over the years. And you can see like these snapshots in time. Uh, One that stood out to me was when Euro Disneyland opened. Oh, wow. There was an edition of the Disney fan magazine that focused on Euro Disney, Uh which I thought was really cool. Yeah. And then just going through it, you're like, oh, there's the one for Disney Sea that opened. Oh, that's when Toy Story Mania opened at Disney Sea, or that's when Monsters, Inc. opened at Tokyo Disneyland. Uh Uh-huh. I think it's just really fun just to look at and just to see. And they even have a copy on display of the very first magazine. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is kind of cool. It's behind the glass and everything. Like, it's an actual copy of it because you can see, like, it's a little weathered. The cover's not as perfect as it was before, which I thought was really cool to see that. And then they also had some display cases of the the special magazines that they've done over the years. So, the one is the Disney Sea version mm-hmm. that they did in 2001. And there was another one. I can't remember what it was for exactly. It was for something. Something to do with Disneyland. And then they had one that was for the 30th anniversary. Something to do with the 30th anniversary. And they had like a cake, statue, whatever. And merchandise. (laughs) (laughs) We all know this. Tokyo Disney loves its merchandise. So, of course, there's going to be anniversary merchandise because that's how we do it here. We celebrate every minute anniversary. Is there magazine magazine anniversary merchandise? Yes. What what are they selling? So they have merchandise that has different covers from the different magazines over the years. So like there's one that's a it's a clear file. Uh-huh. And it looks like one of the magazines. It was a special edition, something to do with the Disney store in Shibuya. Uh-huh. So it had like the the facade of the Disney store from Shibuya on it. Uh-huh. And another one was I think it was a birthday cake of something. I don't know. It was what no, it wasn't a birthday cake. It was Mickey and friends in like special costumes for something. I can't remember what. Oh my God. <laughs> but it is the cover from a, yeah. an actual magazine, which I thought was really cool uh-huh. that they did that. And then they have this 100 postcard set, which is uh, 15,000 yen. So it's about $150. Who is buying this? <laughs> it's 150 covers. Uh-huh. Of the magazine. There's over, I think I read 400, whatever the math is. Yeah. But they have 100 covers. Every postcard is a different cover from the magazine. This is very niche. That is very niche and very (laughs) cool. I thought that was really neat. They also sell individual postcards Uh for different ones, but they only sell 35. (laughs) Only 35. (laughs) Yeah. 35 different ones. So if you want like the full set that they made you have to buy the like the, the box if you're like a big magazine fan yeah so like <laughs> this is very specific very niche 
merchandise, which we all know Japan knows how to do this stuff very well. I mean, I love Disney and I have bought the magazine and still buy the magazine, but like, I don't know, man. <laughs> That's very, very specific. I did buy some of the clear files. Which which ones did you get? I shouldn't say some. I bought all four. <laughs> There's four. I bought all four. Oh, clear files are useful also. And it's a cool design. Yeah, they're they're easy to store. That's why I buy them. Yeah. And they have the artwork. Like that's what I that's what I wanted for is the artwork. Uh-huh. And then for the other stuff, like they they had playing cards. That's kind of fun. And every suit card, whatever. I'm not a card person. Um, has a magazine cover on every card has a different magazine cover on it. Someone at Kodansha went nuts with the merch. (laughs) 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 And then there's uh, there's pins, there's magnets, there's washi tape, there's an echo bag. Washi tape, I would buy. The washi tape is actually pretty pretty nice. Yeah, an echo bag. Yeah, there's just a lot, lot of merchandise, but. I mean, what what do we expect? That's that's always dude. The case. Okay, no, this is unexpected. Like for a, a a magazine, it's like an offshoot of an offshoot. It's like so weird. Like I can't fully grasp. It's just really weird. I this was for me unexpected that there would be this much merch for like a magazine anniversary. I wasn't expecting it either when I saw it because I didn't know anything about it ahead of time. Right, and I I just saw. How do I even see it? I don't even know how I learned about it. I think I might have been to the Disney store and just saw something. I'm like, oh, what is this? Yeah. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just go through this, this range of emotions. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be around for a very long time. I think, uh, what did I write down here? The exhibit is only on until September 5th. Okay. Beginning, like beginning of September, so it's not very long. So until summer vacation's over. So I'm guessing that's when the merchandise will probably go away, which yeah. would make sense. Merchandise usually sticks around for about a month or not two. Not anymore. You know that. Like even like what was what's the thing that they do? The D twenty three. That merch was supposed to be exclusive to the event. Went to Disney Store, and it was around forever. I bet you mm-hmm. that merch isn't going to go away. Until they're done selling it, they will put it on sale. It'll be there for a while. Yeah, it'll probably go on sale. Yeah, I think so. There's a lot. There's a lot of sale stuff in the, in the store right now. Yeah, the Disney fan magazine. I I, I enjoy getting it. It's something that I look forward to every month. I like the special issues that they do. Like my favorite favorite thing that they've done. It's kind of like it's like made by Disney fan, but it's like. All the costumes. It's like not the the magazine. It's like an offshoot or something. It's like all the costumes of all the cast members. I'm like obsessed with that. I love that. Yeah, I love when they do those kind of those special things. And I love when they do the U.S. parks because it's so interesting to see it through like a different lens. And I'm like, oh, this is amazing. It's so so interesting. Like what people overseas are interested in. Yeah, you're right, because they always have the they, they they call it overseas Disney parks. Uh-huh. I love it. I absolutely love it. They'll have stuff on Disney World, Disneyland, Paris, Hong Kong, and Shanghai, whatever's currently happening. Mm-hmm. And they they highlight it, right? Yeah. Cause obviously for us, we see it through a different lens, right? Yeah. So to see it through like the the, the Japanese perspective in a magazine format is just very interesting. 
to see what they focus on. It's usually the uh, characters is usually the biggest thing. Uh, like what characters are they doing? They always have like this fan highlight. Oh yeah. Where they always have like a, I don't know why they, I, I don't understand the reasoning for this, mm-hmm. but usually when there's like, they do an interview with a fan, but it's not part of the regular magazine. It's like printed on different type of paper. That's not full color. They do that in other magazines too. Yeah. I, I, I don't, understand it it's like a newspaper printing yeah yeah in a a way whereas everything else in the magazine is full color right but this is like a black like a gray and they usually pick like one other color like it'll be pink or blue or something i've always wondered why they do that too because you see it in other magazines as well and i'm like i wonder why that is and it's always right in the middle. I wonder if they do like they do the actual magazine layout and that's done separately and they can put it in at any time. And maybe that's why it's on different paper stock. Oh, There's got to be a reason for it. There's got to be an explanation. It's just that I can't think of it. Because they do the same thing with the music sheet. Yeah. Because that's, that's on right. like, it's on the same type of paper, mm-hmm. right? Like it's different. It's not the glossy paper. It's like. Almost like craft paper. It's like ma- it's like a matte matte paper. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's usually right in the middle. So maybe uh-huh. it's so you can you know take the staples out of the middle and then take it out of the magazine without disrupting the rest of the magazine. I don't know. That's hmm. mysterious. <laughs> Very mysterious. We if don't you're in publishing why. and you know why, tell us. And if you don't know, buy a copy and look at it and let us know. <laughs> we, we have no idea why it's like that. But yeah, overall, though, Disney Fan Magazine, I think it's great. I am still going to buy it. I like it. I, I think it's a great magazine. It's super fun. I'm going through all the pictures. Yeah. I just like having, I guess, history mm-hmm. and like a very easy to consume format. Because as we know, things on the internet can go away at any time. Right? Yeah. We don't really have control over that, whereas it's a physical thing. As long as we don't lose it, you know, it's going to stick around for a while. And it's just, you know, it's just always nice just to kind of flip through things every so often. Like, oh, do you remember this? I, I find myself doing that sometimes with the older, older editions that I have. I think also like with the pandemic or if you live overseas or you can't get out to Disney as much, like even like if you live in different parts of Japan, like Hokkaido or like Kyushu, it's kind of nice because you can visit the park without visiting the park and kind of mm-hmm. see what's happening and, and kind of like enjoy Disney, even if you can't travel or even if like maybe the, the travel is difficult because of your job or, you know, school schedules or, you know, pandemic, <laughs> various reasons, <laughs> you can still enjoy it, which is really, really nice. That's a really good point. Well, I think that's that's it for um, Disney Fan Magazine. Here's to another 30 years. Yeah, that'll be wonderful. We'll still be talking about it 30 years from now. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> if we're still doing this podcast 30 years from now. Welcome to episode 3,467. I'm the one trying to figure out how to work my electric walker. <laughs> we'll be that old. Oh, well, mm. oh. No, no. Hopefully, oh, yeah. like, we'll be pretty mobile. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. 
Before we go, explorers, we want to thank some wonderful, wonderful explorers that are supporting us over on Patreon and supporting the show. So a big thank you to Acro with Disney Girl, Adam, Amanda C, Amy B, Amy C, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Brent M, Carrie, Chris B, Claire, Claudia, Dave, David Baker, Kevin, Shani B, Shani B, Shani B, sorry, and Harry. And thank you, Jamie, Jose, Kathy, Lee, Murray H., Michael, Murray, Sophie, Spoopy, Thomas, Kay, Alexandra, Lizzie, Amy and Andy, Eli, Dana, Cassandra, and Annie. So thank you so much, Explorers, for supporting the show. We really, really do appreciate it. And remember, if you're listening to us on iTunes or Google Stitch, Google Stitch, Google or (laughs) Stitcher, whatever, rate and review us because it really does help us out. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, hit that follow button so you always get the newest episodes directly on your playlist. Because on Spotify, there's a playlist for your podcasts. So it'll just show up on there automatically. So make sure you hit that follow button, okay? Same thing on iTunes. iTunes is the same thing. So do that, okay? Thanks. (laughs) If you have any questions or anything, send them to us on, I was going to say on the internet. Send your questions and stuff to us on Twitter or directly contact at tdrexplorer.com we're also on our website tdrexplorer.com and twitter facebook instagram all under the same name i'm one of your hosts chris the chief content editor for tdr explorer and i am the one that is just wondering what that middle section of the disney fan magazine is for now why is it on different paper i don't know i'm gonna have dreams about this it's one of life's mysteries (laughs) at this point what is it what is it for? Someone tell us, please. It's going to keep me up at night. <laughs> and joining as always is Patricia. Oh, man. I am the one who's going to avoid haunted places. <laughs> um, you guys, thank you for listening. If you haven't checked it out, check out Disney Fan Magazine. It's really, really fun. And keep exploring. Bye, explorers. Until next time. Bye.